When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And played one and two, and I was holy like, shit. Price of reasons back. <laughs> oh, this is really surreal. The way uh, I it was like I was with you, then I was on that other thing, and now I'm back. I've never done that before. It's okay. It's okay. I come and go as I please as well. Mentally, so. dude, she's high as a kite. <laughs> you know, I wish I was, but uh, I kind of uh, I'm clear headed today. I don't know if that's good or bad, but. That's what we're talking got. about uh Judas coming out. You know the Ken Levine game, Bioshock guy? Uh I mean, I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm probably a very measly gamer. But oh, okay. Oh, okay. that's okay. Uh, we'll move on. But uh, but no, no, you can talk about whatever you want. I'm always curious to hear. You can always talk about it. I don't I don't want you to change the subject on a on account of my presence. So okay, Vex, real you were quick, saying I will I will wrap up this point. Okay, real quick. So Bioshock Infinite. One of my favorite games, because it was the first one I played. Then I went and played one and two, and then I was like, you know what? Bioshock Infinite is actually the weakest of all three. But, 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 it's like putting a strawberry shortcake, a coconut lemon cake, and munchies together. Yep, munchies. Okay? They all taste delicious. They just, one might have a slight edge over the other. That's how the Bioshock friend, they're all- Did you know he didn't have anything to do with Bioshock 2? I did know that, yes. And then he came back for Infinite. Yep. Yes. Bioshock, I cannot wait for Judas. I still rank above Infinite. It Literally, in the order they came out in, <clears> that's how I rank them in terms of good ability. Well, I played Bioshock Infinite first as well, and then I went back and played one and saw that you have to aim down sights by using like t- like pressing in on the left stick, and I was like, this fucking sucks. I don't like this at all. It also felt very claustrophobic-y, and I don't know. I liked Infinite better. That that's what oh that's what that wait did you finish one then? Yeah. Okay, thank God. But that's the claustrophobic feeling is intentional with everything that's going on in. That's oh, fine. That it's intentional doesn't mean I have to like it, does it? <laughs> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> so I no, I would rank them in the order, but I would gladly play any of the three any <clears> day. <throat> like again, it's like the slightest. It's like a fraction of a point over each other kind of deal. Yeah. You know? Hey, um, price a reason. Do you know? Uh... Platoon, little platoon. Yes, I mean I, I've streamed with him a few times, but I know I know he's Vex's friend. But I'm familiar with his videos too. I mean, beyond that, yeah, we're trying to decide if he'd had fun, if he would have fun on this podcast, or if he would hate it. You know, he always when he talks, there's this kind of feeling that he's automatically critiquing something. So it's hard to know <laughs> when he's having fun. But uh, this is just my impression of him. Uh, but he's usually also seems like a good sport. So. You know, I, 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 it's not that I can't imagine that he would be on a podcast. Uh, I actually like hearing him talk about stuff because I, I like that kind of critiquey vibe that he has. I think it's cool. Me too. Me too. I, but, I'm just nervous, you know, that maybe because Yef really likes Platoon. So it's I like dig a, his stuff. It's like a, a meet your hero thing. And like, I worry. I don't want him to disappoint me. Otherwise, because here's what I do. Price of reason. Let me tell you. I fall asleep to his videos nightly. 
And if he then pisses me off, what will I use to fall asleep? I could go Mahler, back to Mahler. Yeah, yeah, I could go back to Mahler. I dude, I can't I, like last night I listened to him talk about the Peter Pan and Wendy out That's in probably like one of his best videos. In my I was opinion. out so fast. Oh, I know. He was making a bunch of great points about like how Wendy as a character makes so much more sense in the 50, what was it, 53 version? Because like she is growing into an adult and Peter is stuck and women mature sooner than boys. And so this happens, blah, blah, blah. And then I was out. <laughs> I remember when so he good. was putting that review together, he was like, I need to watch the original now. Like he was so distraught by how wrong Peter Pan and Wendy was. He's like, I need to watch the original. <clears throat> I need to see precisely how bad things were. I also feel like you're embarrassed of me. And I think I that I'm probably the most charismatic friend you have. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would not be embarrassed of you. Or sorry, if. I I hold on. Um <laughs> let me rewrite it. Okay. But <laughs> I would not invite people that I enjoy streaming and spending time with and chatting onto this podcast if I were ashamed of you. I didn't say ashamed. I said embarrassed. There's a embarrassed difference. Embarrassed by you then. Okay, same thing. Same difference. Uh, if I may weigh in here, I think that you uh, you overthink things. Uh, Me? I think so. I think that uh, I, yeah. I like uh, I like Little Platoon. I like what he does. And on the few times that I was on a stream where he was at, he seemed really nice. And uh, that's the impression I got of him. And I... I I didn't think much much about it one way or another prior. It's just he was there. He's really nice, and sometimes uh, no point in overthinking it. But th that's just my two cents. I don't know. Uh, You're saying YOLO. I I try to just be chill and and nice to people, and hopefully they'll they'll reciprocate. Uh, he seemed like a nice guy to me. That was my impression of him. All right, noted. Vex, make it happen. Make it so. All right, I'll I'll try and book him for April. You cool heard game. you heard Jean Luc Picard there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. How was your stream? Yeah, how was your stream? It was pretty good. Did you say you didn't get it? The the Jean Luc Picard reference. You're you're not no. a next generation I, fan. I'm not, not a Trek. Star Trek fan. Oh, so basically, I think that every captain, a lot of captains, had this kind of <laughs> phrase that they had, and Jean Luc mm -hmm. Picard. Many times he would be, you know, tell. That would be kind of, I don't know, say a catchphrase, but a lot of times he'd look at his crew and say, they'd say, Captain, we can go to this uh, solar system. Da, da, da. And then he'd go, make it so. So when you oh, said really? it, like, yeah, so I thought that you were you were quoting Jean-Luc <laughs> Picard because he would always say that. And then That's funny. you just said you, you said it anyways, regardless. You don't even like Star Trek, which I... Sometimes, a lot, it's like when you meet people that say that they've never seen Star Wars and it's like, okay, but you still know, like, who Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader are like they're so they're so ingrained in pop culture. You know them, and they're yeah. Like, everyone's yeah. made a reference to them at some point or another, right? Like I worked with a woman who was like, I don't know anything about Batman. I don't know like what is a Batman. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like you what know is who Batman, Batman is. Batman? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like bitch, you know what Batman is. Come on. Um, how was the stream? You were asking me. Well, yes. it, it was fun. We did a uh, Quantum Leap revisited. Uh, that's a niche show. Uh, we basically were doing something so niche, but I, I love it. Probably out of everything that I do, it's the thing that I, I enjoy the most in a way because we're just, this is a series that I grew up watching, which I thought was fantastic growing up. And we have a, a panel of the same, you know, free few friends that we do this every week. Uh, and we've been doing it since 
uh, maybe early December or something like that. I don't know what. Uh, every week we do this. Uh, we take an episode of the original show and we sort of do a rewatch and we discuss it. And it's just such a fun event. It's fun because today there's so many things that we watch that aren't good. And I spend so much time saying what I don't like. And you have a bunch of people complaining, rightfully so, but there's so much complaining and so much negativity. Whereas this one, it's just that such good vibes. Uh, it's a show that's really fun. Even now, after all these years, it's just a fun show to watch and fun show to review. So we're really enjoying it. And it's cool. Price of Reason. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? <gasps> Are we jumping right in? Yeah. Oh, uh, let me see for a second. The most famous person that I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, this is a tough one because I, I've probably met a few that would be considered famous. First of all, j just to make it clear that in, in my real life, when I've met famous people or whatever, I, I don't really, I'm not one of those people that has this weird kind of uh, reaction that I'm all fanboyish or whatever. Uh, I try to be nice to people if I met them somewhere and just act like they're people and I'm a person. So I, I don't know. I don't really think about stuff like that, but I, I'd say probably, probably Al Pacino. Oh yeah. <gasps> How did you meet that him? Um, You know, he had something that he, uh, he had some movie that he made. Can't, I probably shouldn't say more, but there was some movie that he made and I was invited to this kind of early premiere uh, you know, how sometimes those kind of things with the red carpet and I don't know what stuff like that. Uh, I somehow ended up in a situation like that. And after the premiere, there was like a little cocktail party for some guests, which I, again, uh, found myself uh, surprisingly at. And uh, then I was standing there and there there he was. He was Al Pacino. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had Did a, you guys talk? I, I talked to him very little. I mean, I. He, it seemed like a co everybody wants to talk to Al Pacino. It's a cocktail party. I can't like, you know, I can't, you know, it's not going to. He's I'm not, Al Pacino. You really, know I, I'm, not, I'm not going to have like a heart to heart, like seven hour conversation. Maybe I said a few sentences, probably something complimenting on the film or whatever I saw. But of course, I always like seeing him. So it's not it wasn't even a fake compliment. I'm always happy to see Al Pacino, whatever he does. And uh, I actually. Oh, I don't know if I should say this or not. You're so secretive. I, because I, because I, I'm an, an anonymous puppet, but you're, <laughs> you're, ask, you're asking me questions about me not being an anonymous puppet. But I'll, that's what I think Platoon's problem will be on here. But uh, I'll give you one thing that I am actually maybe one of the first people to ever take a selfie with Al Pacino. Really? Yes. And normally I wouldn't even be like that, but come on, it was Al Pacino. Like I admit that sometimes I've met people who are like uh, known or whatever, and I've been just kind of cool. Hey, what's up? What's up? There have been a few cases that I regretted not getting a picture. Uh, uh -huh. one, one in particular, I, I am kind of bummed that I didn't get a picture. Uh, but what'd you say? Who was it? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you in a second, but with, uh, with Al Pacino, I just said to myself, I, the Godfather, that's my favorite movie. So I can't, I can't not take a selfie with him. 
And and I asked him, I said, like, hey, it wasn't even in the cocktail party. It wasn't like that everybody's taking selfies with him. But I just, I couldn't help myself. What can I do? It's it's the Godfather, you know what I mean? Scarface, like, have to take a picture with him. He was very nice about it. And and it's one of the only cases where I, I would do that in that setting. Uh, it, 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 was the, it wasn't the right thing for me to do, but I couldn't help myself. Uh, another so what makes you think it was one of the first selfies where were like iPhones fairly new? It wasn't that uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, I'm trying to think for a second. Uh, they had already existed. They, they they had already existed and people were taking selfies. I, I have a reason to believe that because this is the funniest thing. I mean, I'll just say it. I don't think I'm I'm disclosing anything. Uh, maybe a few weeks after the thing where I took a selfie with him, with I think that maybe he didn't fully understand even what I said, but I took the picture with him. So mm-hmm. then uh, he was on a TV show, like one of those uh, fluffy entertainment weekly, whatever it is. And somebody asked him, have you ever taken a selfie before? And he seemed confused and he did. He's like, no. And I'm like, no, like I took a selfie with you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got the proof. I got, I got the proof. I have the selfie. And then they took a selfie together. You know how there was a, there was a period of time where selfie became a cool name word thing. We're not yeah. talking yesterday, maybe ten years ago. I don't know what it is, but that that there was a moment where suddenly everybody was like, "Oh, I need a selfie," and that became yeah, like selfies a buzz. became a thing. Yeah. Uh, selfies became a thing. This was around that time, and he said, "Oh, I need to get a selfie with you." Like, have you ever taken a selfie? So I was like, uh, "No, I I have never taken a selfie," and I'm like, "No, like you have." But there was nothing I could do. So if he, if he claimed that that was his first selfie, I would argue that I was actually the first selfie. You still have that picture, right? I do. I do have it. Unfortunately, there's no way I could show it. Uh, but it's a podcast with audio, so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. You could just like digitally impose your little puppet over you. I could do that. That is that could be fun. That is an interesting idea. Maybe maybe at some point I'll, I'll consider that. Uh, you asked, you wanted to know who the person was that I met and I didn't get a picture with. Yeah. That would have been John Travolta. (gasps) John Travolta. What happened there? Okay. John Travolta. Not only did I meet him, uh, again, this is a very weird setting. This was a situation where I was at, a at, a some kind of performance of something where I happened to be there and there was somebody that I knew and he knew somebody and it ended up that there's sort of a backstage area that has to do with some performance and just some weird twist of fate. Uh, I'm in the backstage area right next to uh, John Travolta. And in the case of John Travolta, as opposed to the Al Pacino one, we actually had like a, a pretty interesting conversation and that, that was really cool. And, and I know sometimes in the paper they write stuff. I don't know what they've written about him throughout the years. I don't know what they write. I can say that in person when I met him, this guy was so nice. And I only have, it's hard for me to think negatively because he seemed like such a nice guy. Maybe he's a, he's a good actor and he made it seem like he was a nice guy. But I walked away thinking this guy is a super nice guy. Uh, we had a conversation. He was really humble. We talked about like stuff about his career. It, it was just a very organic conversation and really cool. That's fascinating. So, and here's the thing that in that case, I didn't, I didn't, it would have seemed like I'm such a douche when a guy actually looks you (laughs) in the eyes and just treats you like a regular person and has a conversation with you. And at the Uh, end, you're like, oh, I have to take a picture. It kind of somehow it cheapens the moment. 
the fact that he he was just talking to me and we're just talking like just having just chill that's cool in and of itself and I, i i don't know like in the energy in the world in the universe i felt that i would be ruining that moment if i did that have you ever seen a ghost uh i don't i don't think so i don't think i have maybe maybe in a dream or something i've had weird dreams of stuff but i don't think that i've ever think, thought to myself oh this is a ghost now <laughs> this is have you ever had um what's it called sleep paralysis what what do you mean it's where your mind wakes up but your body is still 100% asleep and you cannot move you know i i i feel like um I think that the, I've had dreams that in the dream I'm thinking that this is happening to me what you just described. Yeah. Like it's as if I'm awake and I can't move and then I think oh no oh no and then I actually wake up and I can move. Do you get what I'm <laughs> trying to say? Like I've had yeah. a feeling like that but that was inside the dream and then I suddenly wake up and that's done. I wonder if it's the same thing or not. Cuz I've definitely had it where I'm awake and I'm like okay move your feet. Come on. Move them feet. And it just won't happen. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, then I'll next thing you know, I'm like sprinting in bed because I'm like, I, I can move. For for me, I've had situations where I'm uh, where I have a dream that maybe something bad has happened or I did something bad, and uh, in the middle of this dream, I suddenly wake up, but it's not clear to me that I just woke up from a dream. And that first mm-hmm. second, I'm sure that whatever I just dreamt is really reality. And then I'm, I think to myself, oh, no, I got to do this. Like, I can't believe that. This is happening. This is it. And suddenly I, I look and I say to myself, wait a minute. Uh, I was sleeping and now I'm awake. And then it turns out that everything that I thought really bad or whatever it was that happened was my dream. But it takes me a little bit to realize that even if it's just a few seconds, those few seconds are really a concern. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I get what you're trying to say, yeah. Like call it a bad dream and then you wake up and the first few seconds you still are between the worlds, between the dream world and the reality and you somehow haven't fully made the transition. Your mind doesn't fully realize that you're now in the real world. Mm -hmm. And those few seconds sometimes can be, like I said, concerning. Are you in a relationship? As of now, uh, at this moment in time, I would say not really, no. hold on hold on hold on not really no you know what i'll give it i'll give it a no i'd say that this very moment at this second in time i'm not in a relationship did you just go through like a breakup or something no i i won't say that i think that uh i think that in recent times i'm really focused on things that i want to do with my life and uh i i don't want to say that relationships can sometimes uh derail you when you're on a certain <laughs> path but yeah. i really am focused on something that i'm on the stuff that i'm interested in doing uh sometimes that comes at an as a, at an expense that you you're less social or you less uh meet people or less do stuff and uh i'm okay with that i i really like i said i'm focused on the things that i'm doing it's not something that i think about if the right uh opportunity presents itself i'm not against it but I, it has to be also uh, a relationship or a person like a woman that doesn't uh, doesn't kind of uh, bring you down or slow you down or derail you from what you're doing. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that there, sometimes there's women that are nice, but they still cause that effect. So 
it has to be a situation where I can be 100% me. And at this moment in time, when I'm focused on a lot of things that I want to be doing, I, ju I just don't want to be sidetracked, if that makes any sense. It's not going to be like what that forever, but at this moment in time. What is it that you're focused on? I uh, I do videos. I do streaming and uh, re really take my YouTube stuff seriously. Uh, so you're just really focused on like creating videos and yeah, like yeah. Between, YouTube between uh, videos. I mean, for a long time, I was I or for about a year, I was very much focused on my videos. Gradually, I got into the live stream uh, situation. Now it's kind of just trying to find a balance between being on streams, uh, expanding that that area, but also continuing to make videos. And uh, sometimes that's a bit of a challenge because if you're if you're doing all these streams. Uh, maybe you're, you don't have time to go to see a movie in the theater and then quickly do a review. Uh, mm -hmm. my, my videos actually often take a lot of time. I'm not saying they're not like a, it's not like a $300 million movie that you need to produce, but I, I, I invest a lot of time and effort in my videos. Yeah, you have almost daily drops. I, so. I, I wouldn't, I don't, uh, day, I don't think so. I, I had for a while, I had actually two or sometimes two or three a week. The last mm -hmm. few weeks, I, I can't say that it's daily drops. I do uh, maybe um, the last few weeks have been like one or two a week. But I, I also have the streams that I do on Tuesday and Thursday and now on Sunday. And then if I'm, and wait, two on Thursday, I have the one on Tuesday, the one on uh Sunday and recently also uh some of it is some stuff that I did with Vex even uh yeah we but, had some late night chill streams right and then there was also the ones that we did with the Lord of the Rings and all this other stuff but in addition uh you know as you stream more people get to know you uh I hope I hope that's a good sign I hope maybe they invite me because they think I'm pleasant enough to stream with but then you know somebody says hey you know I'm doing this thing tonight we're watching Crocodile Dundee like, okay, I'll, I'll go there. And then somebody, oh, I'm doing this thing. Can you join me for this thing? And you kind of, uh, I like doing that stuff. I like getting yeah. to know people. I like doing the streams. So it's uh, fun being popular on YouTube. You know, I, I, I don't know if I'm in the category of saying that I'm popular on YouTube, but I'm saying that I enjoy doing streams. I enjoy uh, meeting people and I enjoy hanging out and doing this. And I feel like it's okay if maybe in the past month or so uh, I did some less videos and I got to know some more people. I don't regret it. Uh, I, I think, though, moving forward, I'll have to find sort of a balance where I do these streams. But I also ideally like to, for there to be two videos uh, a week. All right. Oh, okay. Like more... So, uh, so that would be an increase in your current rate? Well, I mean, prior to the last month, I would say sometimes I even had three a week. But I would say that... Uh, I think that the last month, just because there were so many streams that popped up and some of them just by surprise or last minute or different things, it ended up kind of uh, lowering the output to either sometimes once, sometimes twice a week. But I'm hoping that I'll find a balance and I'll do the streams and twice a week. Uh, and I think that'll be cool. Gotcha. What's the last thing that you purchased on Amazon? Last thing that I purchased on Amazon. I'm trying to think. Oh, I remember it was a hard drive, like a small uh, SSD because of because of the videos that I do and I keep running <laughs> out of space. So I just I bought this additional one so that I have more space. Hold on. Hold on. I have a question real quick. Sure. I don't think I've asked you this at all. What do you do for work? 
You know, that's a interesting He's question. Not tell us. <laughs> uh, you got to stay like out out in the atmosphere with this guy. He can't get too close. <laughs> uh, no, because like you are focusing on YouTube a lot. I do notice that you're posting videos very regularly. You have time to stream, so I'm just curious: Are you working full time, or are you kind of like you're diversifying your income portfolio? Are you a full time YouTuber? Uh, I would say that I do a lot of YouTubing. There's other stuff that I do outside of it uh, that does help, uh, you know, pay some OnlyFans. No, no, not OnlyFans. Uh, there are there is some stuff. Uh, I'd say that if to be. Uh, talk in general in in a few situations i'm sort of a business manager in a few sort of sort of business advisor manager in a few situations Ooh. but but uh you know again it's not like uh the the president of uh, i don't know what apple calls me for business it's not it's nothing like that it's just something that, that i do in addition to that uh, i used to do more of that back in the day before uh Couve and before i sort of shifted my attention to youtube i did more of that I still okay. do some of that stuff, so I, I find a way to balance between these things. But I'm hopeful, and and this is really what I what I want to be doing. Uh, I don't need to make uh, a gazillion dollars every second. If I could do something where I'm more established as a YouTuber, and uh, and I could do that, that would make me really happy. Uh, mm -hmm. I found something uh, here that I really enjoy doing. And it, it's it's what I'd like to do regularly because I'm really, I don't know, it makes me happy and that's what I want to do. Ooh. What's nice. a conspiracy theory that you believe in? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, JFK is it's pretty easy. You know, I, I think that almost every single person in the world believes that there was something that both the public isn't being told about that, about his death. So what do you think happened? You know, there's a few different theories. Um, the I don't know what's good to talk on a podcast. I don't want anybody to, you know, it's flex. all it's all freedom here. No, no YouTube like restrictions. Yeah, that's why I'm a podcaster. I would last three seconds on YouTube. Get buck wild. Price. Uh oh, the CIA got him. See, he talked about JFK and now he's dead. He's out of here. Oh no. Price. Well, rip price. F's in the chat, boys. What happened to him? I think his internet just cut out for a moment. Something. He joined from a computer, right? Oh, yeah. He definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times I... if people join via phone, their screen will go blank and it'll cut them out. But Bro, it, I literally it, just stood up uh, to like stretch my ass, literally, and uh -huh. this cat just stole my seat. Oh, and now you he's do... purring and looking all cute. Or do you? I'm going to sit on you. I'm going Let's to speculate. Oh, and then it said that he just dropped out. Do you think that we made him uncomfortable and he left, or do you think he? Uh, no, no, no. His internet happened. done that before. I keep trying no, to have fun with him, and he doesn't seem to want to have fun. Look at how juicy you are. Look at how juicy. Pay attention, goddammit. Sorry, I need to sit back down, man. And I've been hijacked. He's back. 
See, you said nothing bad would happen in this. I know, and then you got taken out. That was the weirdest thing. I, I don't even know what happened. I just kind of found myself, I, I couldn't hear anything anymore, and I couldn't talk, and I didn't even hear what you guys were saying. And you're like, it's fine. Nobody's listening to this. Nothing will happen to you. The second <laughs> two words was the end of it. Uh, <laughs> I'll try to be diplomatic. I think that um, Kennedy had annoyed a number of parties, uh, whether it's political and at the same time also uh, different uh, crime uh, situations that him and his brother had their sights on different uh, criminals that they were kind of trying to prosecute prosecute or whatever it was. Like the mob. Uh, sometimes uh, when you make uh, too many enemies at the same time, uh, especially of this nature, it could lead to something bad happening. And I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't wasn't at the end a combination of a few very of a, sort of like a coalition of a few very unlikely parties that basically all had one uh, thing in common that getting rid of him was the thing that they needed most. Let's mm. that I guess. Have you ever shit your pants? <laughs> I mean, not not as a something that I can remember, like an adult or anything. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. I can, I, I can remember all the times I have, and all the times I was close. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that uh, when you're a baby or something, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really, I, I can't really like be. In I have a baby. He shits his pants four times a day. Right. So when you're a baby, I'm saying I, you can't really remember or control <laughs> or anything like that. And you hopefully have a diaper on. But generally, yeah. generally speaking, I, I don't really have a, a situation like that. I don't I can't really think of one. <sighs> Dang. All right. I tell this to every single person that comes on here and says that they have not shit their pants. You will. And when you do, I want you to think of me. And if you're feeling frisky, I want you to hit me up and come on here and tell us the story. It'll be your brown day. It'll be a day we celebrate in infamy. I mean... Kelsey's is September 12th. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think uh, what leads to this. Do you... not? I can't believe we're having a poor conversation planning. about... Poor planning. Oh, I, I can't. Mean, uh, <clears throat> if, if, you're, if you find your way to the bathroom, then you just do your thing in the bathroom. I mean... Yeah, like one time I was I worked at a golf course, right? And I was leaving. I I wanted to just use the bathroom at the golf course. So I I worked on the maintenance crew. And this guy, he stopped me and he wanted to talk about like mowing different lines on a fairway. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And I didn't live far from the golf course. I thought I could make it. And you better believe every stoplight, I was sweating. <laughs> and I made I it to the driveway. Had his pants in front of me. Um, in front of lot. you? Yeah, so we were. So you didn't let me finish my story, and then you just jump in. That's fine. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were done. My bad. Oh, continue, continue. <laughs> no, now I gotta hear about Seth. Oh, okay. So hold on, hold on. Sharpie. We don't say names. Oh, okay. Why? I don't know. In case someone doxes him or he awakens an Egyptian god. Anyways, right. um, pretty common name. <sighs> like spoiler it's... alert. My name's Jeff. Okay, uh -huh. well, like, spoiler alert, there's not a lot of white guys named Seth married to brown chicks. Yeah, there are. Okay, Sri Lankan <laughs> chicks. Yeah, there are. No, no, I can think of 15 off the top of my head. Easy. What? Yeah. Okay, You're I'm married to a Sri Lankan? I'm, oh, yeah. no, I'm Sri Lankan. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that he was married to a Sri Lankan. So no, no, no. He is. My husband is a pasty white hick. 
Okay. For contrast, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so, we, so we were, you know those, um, those like pepperette things that you can buy? Pepperette? Yeah, pepperette, like a pepperoni stick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Summer so, sausage. Yeah. Yeah. So he had picked up like a pack of those because like we were, when we were on vacation at that ski resort thingy or whatever. Yeah. Um, I like, he, he kept wanting to get like, just like junk food. And I was just like, please just get like some protein or like something. That drives good. you crazy, doesn't it? It really fucking does. It, it does. really does, dude. Um, so he bought these pepperettes, right? And like, it was all like mixed in on a stand. So like, it was like mild, normal, you know, extra spicy. I, see I like where this is going. <laughs> I see him pick out the extra spicy and I look at it <laughs> and I look at him. Yeah. And I, I was just like, you sure you want that one? And he's like, yeah, okay. Because I know he can't handle spice that well. Um, so we get back and we're chilling <laughs> and like, because he's on night shift cycle, right? So like yeah. for him, dinner time is breakfast is such time. a nightmare. Yeah. So he was hungry and he was too lazy to make eggs because that's how he is. So he just <laughs> ate the pepperettes. Okay. <laughs> ate the whole thing. Because that's how he is. That's dude, bro. you're so married. That is a married couple. Ugh, I'm I'm so annoyed by a lot of his habits. It's not even funny. So we're in the so it's like a two hour drive back home, and he tried Tim Hortons lattes for the first time, and he fell in love with it. What's so that? Really, uh, like Tim Horton. So they had a a Bailey's latte during the holidays. Hey, who and did? He, like Tim Hortons, the coffee. Oh, chain. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's a Canadian coffee chain. Okay. Oh, oh, God damn. Next, <laughs> next thing will be telling me about EB Games or some shit I don't know about. Come on. <laughs> so, so he really wanted a Bailey's latte because he's been having he'd been having one every day that he was there. So I was like, okay, fine. So we end up getting into the longest drive-through I've ever been in. Like, yeah. legitimately, we were there for almost an hour. It was price. Insane. This is this is how it happens right here. <laughs> You're stuck somewhere you didn't think you'd be stuck for longer than you thought you'd be. Then and what then happened? All of a sudden, he starts like, I don't, I don't like feel. <laughs> like, are you? He's like, no, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he he's like wiping out. his brow. He hops out in the middle of the drive-through. <laughs> walks through all these <laughs> cars to go and blow up the Tim's bathroom. He's in there for over 10 minutes and he finally comes back and I barely was knew. the car like put in park at least. Yeah. Yeah. The car was, but were like, you I, driving? Yeah. Yeah. I was in the driver's seat. Okay. I, in my mind, he was driving and that no, made no, it no. so much funnier. He was in the, in the passenger seat. Right. All right. So I had moved like maybe like two car lengths while he was in there for 10 minutes. Like, are you good? You were in there for 10. He's like, no, I wasn't like, Dude, you were in there for a while. Then we're I'm just looking sitting at there. the clock. Right. Well, then we're just sitting there, and he's like, oh. And then he jumps out again. <laughs> and Price of a... reason. You didn't see the second time coming, did you? <laughs> no. Not at all. Me neither. And I'm just like, oh, God. Like, I, this is why I'm just like, oh, man. This is kind of a bit. He just went in and blew up that bathroom, walked out. <laughs> now times. he's going to go back in, and all these people are going to see him going back in to do it. That's so funny. Oh my goodness. And then, by, then he gets he gets his so while he was in there the first time, he just yeah. decided to go in and get a latte there, right? So <laughs> it had been so it sat there while he went the first time. Then he came back, 
Then it sat there while he went the second time, so it went cold. And he took a sip of it, and he's like, this is fucking disgusting. I don't want this. I'm like, oh, it wasn't good enough for Princess. Right. I'm just like, well, you. it's a lot, you know, lattes. Like, you can't drink them. And it's like six bucks, man. Microwave it. Well, we're sitting in the car, right? I'm when you get like, home. He's not used to drinking lattes as well. So oh, he's man. Coffees. Yeah. So he was really disappointed. I'm just like, yeah. but that's what I told him. Just say we can mic. He's like, no, I don't want it. What? He'd been shitting his brains out at this point. <laughs> And to, to be fair, I was telling him, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have dairy right now if you're shitting your brains out. Yeah, or, like, a beef steak. <laughs> That's fun. That's yeah. fun. Good and then times. he tried to fall asleep, and I'm just like, hey, you want to go, like, take a shower? And I'm just like, no, why do I need a shower? I'm just like, well... you just blew up a public bathroom at a Tim's. And he's like, <laughs> Twice. Uh, yeah. He I did. don't. You know, I try not to be like, hey, hunt. Like, I try not to second guess him, you know? Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's like, I know you well enough to know that you're going to regret this choice later. And because you like to you like to help him plan his meals and make sure. Because you said he was getting ripped. He was getting buffed. Not anymore. And then he lost his momentum. Yes. What, what happened? Uh, he was getting ripped and then he stopped? Okay. So my husband is an overweight fella. Okay. Okay. And um, it's mainly because he works night shift and, you know, that throws off your sleep cycle, your hormones. And then on top of that, you mix in the energy drinks and fast food all the time. I mean, I worked night shift and I had never been in better shape. <sighs> so I know it's possible. But anyways, so um, and he's my husband's also four years younger than I am. Oh, so, Cougar. I did not know that. Cradle yeah, rubber. My, my husband's 95. I'm 91. Yeah, yeah. Wait a um, minute. You yourself seem pretty young, though. I I don't remember the exact uh, thing, but from what I remember, you yourself seem on the young side. Yeah, I'm 32. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. At those ages, yeah, four years here, four years. I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's. It's fine. not a big deal. No, no, no. So he was um, getting shredded though, because you helped him pick out meals. Well, so he had gotten, he started seeing like a trainer and the trainer gave him a weight loss slash bodybuilding plan. And what he was doing is like, he just ate the same thing for three meals every day. Mm. Um, which I mean, it worked for him because like, A, like when he really sticks to something, he'll stick to it. And B, yeah. because he was going and like buying bulk everything, it was like, I can't spend the money on anything else. So it helped he him to like- a budget. Yeah, so it helped him cut out all the junk food because he had all this food at home. How did he fall off the wagon? So during, oh my God, when was it? I want to say it was like in October, November. So one of the guys on the rotation that he manages <clears throat> quit and he was one of the drivers. So he had to supplement in for the drivers and then his days went from 10 to 12 to like 14 hour days. And then he was working six days a week instead of five. So the one day off that he did have, he just slept the entire day. Um, mm -hmm. So he didn't have the energy to go to the gym or anything afterwards. Gotcha. Um, so if I was he like, doesn't have energy to go to the gym, he should try intermittent fasting. Um, barking up the wrong tree, huh? Barking up the wrong tree, yes. Bummer. So... Um, 
the so the six days the longer work hours and then because of that he wasn't doing his meal prep so he would do his own after i showed him everything he would do his own meal meal prep every sunday and just make everything in bulk right yeah but he stopped doing that because he worked the extra day during the week so he hey, was price buying... or reason yes oh yeah. sorry vex i thought you're done Oh, no, I was just going to say, he started buying, like, all those ready-made frozen meals that are, like, oh. packed with a bunch of garbage. And I was like, yeah. hon, one of the big reasons we wanted you to get in shape <laughs> was so we could get your tea levels up so we can have a fucking kid. And eating all this processed shit is just doing damage that I can't afford at 32. He's got to be in it to win it. Price or reason? Yeah. You work out? Uh, I can't say that I do. I wish I did, but I don't. Wait, what? What did you ask you? I asked if he works out. He says no. Oh, okay. okay. What do you do? So do you, outside of doing YouTube and like streaming and stuff, do you have any hobbies? Uh, I actually, uh, I'm a musician. What do you play? <gasps> I play uh, guitar, keyboard, and bass. And I sing. Wow. And, and I'm a singer. Is your stuff online? Again, this, this part... Uh, is a i out of all this stuff this is one thing that i couldn't really you know what there is stuff online first of all every video of mine although that's just kind of a goofy thing every video the opening it's me singing an opening but that's kind of done half sort of as a not a joke but in jest but uh in my live streams for quantum leap uh i did a th outro theme song which i actually sing there and that actually is me more putting an effort into singing in addition, on Friday nights, there's a karaoke night online with friends, other streamers that we hang out and do this kind of karaoke night on Fridays. So usually you can hear me there. That's cool. Uh, I play guitar too. What type of guitars do you have? I have uh, I have an acoustic guitar, a Martin acoustic guitar. Nice. I have uh, a Fender Stratocaster. Cool. And I have... Uh, Gibson Les Paul uh, oh. tribute type of thing, and I have some Ibanez bass and like a, I think it's it's a Korg electric piano or something. How much was your Les Paul? You know, it, it's uh, it's okay. Basically, uh, I don't know if this is of interest to anybody, but basically, I really wanted uh, to have good guitars. I wanted to have this great Fender Stratocaster, and I wanted yeah. to have Gibson. And growing up, even even later, when I used to even perform with bands back in the day, and this is <clears throat> not yesterday, this we're talking some years ago, I always wanted to have these type of guitars. And somehow, uh, a lot of stuff with the advents of, of all this technology and online marketplaces and whatever, some things that happen with the technology is bad, but when it comes to buying secondhand instruments or things like that a lot of yeah. options opened up and i was able to buy a fender stratocaster that's probably worth something like eighteen hundred dollars uh, -huh. uh brand, wow. brand new from a store i bought it for 750 dollars brand Damn. new because somebody had, had bought it and they opened it and then they returned it and i have no idea why the price would drop to what it was but it did yeah. i actually did the th buying it and then returning it. I did that with a Gibson. What's their hollow body? ES, ether, what is it? Oh, I, I know. I think Some I know what you're talking about. Hollow body. 
Uh, it's like the one that BB King had. What's it called? Um, uh, ES three thirty five. Cool. So you, and you return your your people like you are the reason that I could buy yeah. stuff for cheap. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. By, by the way, I got a Gibson. The Gibson what I got was is a tribute. So it's not the one that cost three thousand dollars to begin with. But even uh-huh. that, uh, I think that uh, it's like a seventies tribute. Basically, what they do is, you know, today they have like better pickups and better all this stuff, and they kind of said, oh, this is uh we recreated the model as if we're in the 70s. I said that. What was, finish do you have on it? I'm Googling. It's uh, it's a gold gold top kind of situation. Gold top. There yeah. you go. So, I'm so, looking at it. So basically, it's a 70s tribute. Uh, what happened was is that a lot of people, they think, oh, they made it like the 70s. They would, It'll be pickups like then, and it'll look like then. And I'm thinking that's all. that all sounds good to me. So they actually lower the price of it because they're like, you don't want this. It looks like it's in the 70s. And I'm thinking, no, that's exactly what I want. So that was about uh, 1500. But once again, I did, thanks to people like you, I was able to do a deal, which again, I got it because somebody bought it and returned it. So I think even that I got for maybe $750. I got two. I'm looking at them right now. They're $27.99. So I have a good collection. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you do. I got both of them for like amazing rates, but I'll tell you another thing that helped me though. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people are like, I want a guitar and then they need to buy one. They're like, I'm going to buy one now. And they go and start looking and at the end. They try to get the best deal they can and then they just buy it. But for me, yeah. it, w- it wasn't urgent. I didn't, I wasn't performing anymore. It didn't matter if I get it now or in a month from now mm-hmm. or three months from now. So I just sat around and waited, sat around and waited, sat around and look at those kind of reverb sites, eBay, whatever it is, sat around and waited uh on reverb sometimes you have actual stores that they have that inventory that somebody came and returned it i just waited for the right moment and the second of the listing came up i just you know snapped in yeah it's a really good idea i've been looking at a taylor t3 for i don't know three years (laughs) four years maybe that's a good idea though to like look at reverb and wait for something to pop right i mean i mean i think one of the the advantages if you if it's not that your whole professional career relies on you getting see if you're in a band and you have to start performing and you need that guitar you're a lot more stressed about it for me either i buy it or i don't buy it i could buy it a year from now so i was very relaxed and i spaced out the the purchases only when i found something that was the right fit did i do it and in that sense i'm really happy with my purchases actually for the acoustic guitar the martin I paid yeah, more. What than, Martin is it? It is. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Give me one second. Uh, I was just looking at the model, to telling my friend the other day, and I wrote it down here. Uh, let's <laughs> let's see. So speaking of your advice for buying a guitar, that is same advice works fantastically when you buy a car i learned this especially when i had like vex we were talking about my challenger i did not want to sell my challenger but i needed to get a like the tacoma and because i did not want to get rid of my challenger at all and i could take or leave this tacoma i got it for a fucking dream (laughs) (laughs) he just kept lowering the price and i was just like "Ah, and he's like okay how about this and i was like "Mm," so i think i got it for like 20 25 lower than msrp for it Dang. which is pretty good that is good still uh, miss that challenger though drs2 that's what i have drs2 Ooh, that's pretty so it's a full dreadnought that's cool it, it has amazing sound i really like it and uh in that sense i'm set 
the Korg also was something, I think it's a Korg, I believe it's a Korg uh, electric piano. Uh, that was actually a pretty funny story. If you mm -hmm. want to know how I bought it. Sure. Please. So I think that the thing probably costs a new, I mean, this was already a few years ago, but even today, these kind of electric pianos, they don't really go out of style. They're still good, even if you bought one from five years ago. But mm -hmm. this wasn't like, not a million years ago. Maybe it was like five years ago. I don't remember what it was, but I had a friend who had one and I really wanted one. And I think he paid like $800 for that, for everything. And I kind of didn't want to spend that. So again, I sat around lurking, seeing if anybody is selling it. And finally, one day I saw a posting on Craigslist or something of all places mm -hmm. that somebody said, I'm selling a Korg, this and this and this. And the person wanted probably what it was worth, probably like $700, uh, $600, whatever it was. And uh, I just I just did this. I didn't know if it would work, but uh, I just, maybe I taught, maybe there was a phone number. Maybe I did initial inquiry and I said that the price is too high. Maybe we even got on a phone call to discuss. I don't remember the thing, but I remember the bottom line is I said this, uh, I have $300 in my hand. <laughs> I'm willing to meet you now and to give you $300 right now, this minute, like right now, I'll go to wherever you tell me. It was somebody yeah. that didn't live far from me. I said, if you want $300, I'll meet you. I have the $3 and the hundred in my hand. And somehow this person, it turns out that it was, uh, uh, I think a girl who was maybe 20 years old, she had a younger brother, maybe that was 13 and the parents bought him this electric piano and it was sitting uh -huh. there for a few years. He never even touched it. It was just sitting there and uh -huh. they, they just, they a, wanted it gone and B wanted some money for it. Now, you know, when you put it for, if originally in the store, it's like 800 and you're trying to sell it for 600, most people are not even going to bother talking to you. And maybe it was just mm -hmm. sitting there. Who knows how long the thing was there. So my idea, and I think she said to me, well, if you can meet me now at this McDonald's next to whatever. And I said, done. I, I got in my car <laughs> that minute. I just hung up that minute. I got in the car, went to some weird McDonald's parking lot. She uh, gave her the $300 and that was the end of it. There you go. So I'm really proud of that purchase. I felt that it, it, <laughs> it I, I felt that I, I really, uh, it, it was I, it was a good business i definitely man. thought a hand job was coming <laughs> usually whenever somebody wheels or deals on a craigslist situation hand jobs are involved or at least that's how it's been explained to me um i i didn't encounter that uh we had an agreement <laughs> we met in public at a parking i mean it's not nothing fancy to meet in a mcdonald's parking lot but that's what it was and uh we exchanged goods for goods i think that overall and you know what? She seemed happy. I think that when she gave me the the keyboard, she just said, we just need it out of the house. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like mm -hmm. she tried her room. best. She probably for a while, nobody would take it because it was just, see, if she said she wanted 450, <clears throat> she would have had more of a chance of getting that yeah. 500. Once she went 600, people just said, ah, I'm not even going to start with this. Are you having fun? Sure, why not? We're just shooting the breeze. I don't know if anybody would be <laughs> interested in hearing. Like, I'm thinking to myself, somebody later is going to press play and hear me speak of all this nonsense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the part that's kind of weird. But uh, why is that weird? I don't know. Uh, this this feels like a conversation between friends, and it's nice for us. I hope whoever's <gasps> listening. Uh, oh, and, that's the whole point of this, right? Yeah, no, that's, no. that's the vibe we're going for. And that's super cool. I'm enjoying myself. I wonder. 
<laughs> somebody later is sitting in a car somewhere. I'm like, I met her in the parking lot and I gave her, there was McDonald's. I mean, <laughs> probably thinking, what is, who is this guy? What, what does he want? That's why I try to spice it up with hand job questions every now and then, you know? <laughs> it was a legitimate question, but no, there wasn't just, any. On secondhand stuff, man, I feel like every time there's a, there's a HJ involved. Hey, Vex, mm-hmm. you got any questions? All right. This is going to be a very <laughs> disturbing question. Okay. okay. And I just Can want you to, to open your mind to it. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh, so not really, but go. What, what would you want to say? <laughs> I feel like I, she, I should have had a few beers, but go on. She okay. asks everybody this. Yes. The answers are phenomenal. Yes. So when, if, and if you do answer, and we hope that you do, don't, you're not alone. Go back in the archives of 8750. Everybody answers this question. Okay. <laughs> and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess let's, right. let's do the question. It's a dirty question. Oh, okay. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> What's the question? All right. Who is in your fantasy gangbang? Yeah. Meaning like a multiplayer event? Oh, yeah. Multiplayer or, is turned on. More than four. It can be anyone, either real or fake, alive or dead. It could be an inanimate object. Winnie we've the had, Pooh has arrived. Yeah. I Winnie mean, the Pooh. Uh, we've had people that have come to gangbangs just to uh, enforce rules. Yep. In one uh, gangbang, I got to enforce rules with a gun. <laughs> That's my favorite. I, I, I guess, I guess the, the best way for me to answer this question is just think of maybe actresses or something that I find appealing. I mean, sure. I, I don't really, uh, it's not a realistic uh, situation to think that there will be a setup like you're describing, but in order, <laughs> in order to not be a, a, a I, I don't want to, I want to be a good sport. So I'll think of ladies that I think look nice. Here's uh, an example. So like in Vex's fantasy gangbang, there's two clowns coming. <sighs> She loves it when I tell people that. And he won't let it go, okay? <laughs> There's uh, nothing wrong. Keith Ledger as the Joker. That's one of the clowns. And then Terrifier. <laughs> now Price of Reason isn't going to talk to me anymore after living that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so basically, um, you want to know what women, I think, are look nice or something. I, I guess... Uh, Again, I, I think you guys are really leaning in heavy in the fantasizing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, again, don't want to spoil the fun, so I'll just think of women that look good. Sure. Uh, Jessica Alba, I've always thought that she looks nice. And I actually don't have to Google her. A lot of times people come on here, I have to Google all these people. No, Jessica Alba, I think, looks nice. Uh, what other actresses? I've always thought that Salma Hayek uh, is is a... She she's a nice looking lady. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a solid choice. Uh I wanna think uh let's say if you said it was at least four, right? At least. Otherwise it's just a threesome, right? Okay. But what are we even doing here? Uh no, no, it's fine. I'll I'll play the game. I guess uh you know, uh and also I I I 
<laughs> I won't say what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, come on. You have to. As a champion of diversity, I'll try to also be more <laughs> <Yes>. diverse. <laughs> yes. So, and a boy. <laughs> so I guess if we're going diversity, I think Lupita uh, Nagoyo is, is uh, she <laughs> looks nice. I don't I know if I said it. her name correctly, but I think she looks nice. How do you spell it? Uh, trust uh, me. L oh, Lupita is L U P I T O or oh, no I T A. There you go. Got her. Mexican Kenyan actress, bro. You are checking all sorts of boxes. Uh, <laughs> and and I guess uh, you know I, I I like Scarlett Johansson, but I have a, a I have a little asterisk there. The thing what? is, is that years ago, once I was walking on the street and uh, somebody said, hey, you know, move aside. It's a really long story, but they were filming a movie with Scarlett Johansson. And uh, it was a movie. I think it was she was a nanny in it. It was something before all the Avengers stuff. And everybody was so excited that she was going to be there. And then she actually walks out and she was kind of uh, petite and uh, in this specific thing, she was kind of dressed frumpy and they, they almost made an effort to not make her look good. I also think that after she got the Avengers role to be Black Widow, I feel like she took her workout really seriously, started going to the gym and looked like the best, you know, her, her absolute best. And I believe that if I would have seen her walking around in Avengers mode, I think that I would have been more excited. But the movie that I saw, she was kind of trying to not go for that. You know what I'm trying to say? Okay. All right. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that, uh, if she's in Avengers Black Widow mode, then then I'll add her to the list. <laughs> oh, she that bitch better be hitting the gym, or she is not coming to the gangbang. I get it. I get it. Only because I've seen her when she kind of isn't in the thing. Now again, it's it, uh, this is a bit hypocritical of me because it's not like I'm you know, like, uh, Mister Twelve Pack or whatever. I'm just like an average, whatever. Uh, it. it, it there's nothing about me that would justify that this would be my list of choices, but I, you, you were playing this game, so yep. I'm trying my best played? to be a part of the game, you know. But I want to add this this thing that with everything that I just said with the ladies and everything, uh, these yeah. ladies look fantastic, and I'm not suggesting that I am some uh, world class model. The only way that I could speak with this way is only in a hypothetical game where. It's sort of expected that I'll I'll be sort of douchey, you know. That's why it's a fantasy, man. That's why it's right, all right. That's what I'm saying. That we're going fantasy here, so I, I I have no problem saying all of this. In reality, any of these ladies pops in and says, "Hey, you want to go out like now for for dinner?" Like <laughs> I am 100% on board. Even if if Scarlett <laughs> didn't go to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like a <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't turn her down, right? In reality, there's no issue here. Like all these ladies that I said, like uh, that's all great. But I, she shows up in like an an inspector gadget raincoat, and she's like, "Please go to dinner with me." And you're like, mm, "I don't know, honey. When's the last time you worked out?" Because but yeah. if we're going, like you said, the full fantasy, her in in the Black Widow suit after she okay. she like worked out and she looks like she does in the Avengers movies, especially in those earlier ones, those kind of like 2011 Avengers movies. Before she had the babies, you know. Yeah. She still looked good after, after. She has babies? Yeah, she's got two kids, I believe. With whom? To be fair, she with Colin Jost, that with guy Jost? With, with from Saturday Night Live. That guy is like the, the lottery winner of uh, women. I mean. I know. Uh, Pete Davidson, I think. No, Pete, Pete Davidson. 
Colin Yost is the guy from SNL that's with Scarlett. Pete Davidson. No, I'm saying Pete Davidson is the lottery winner when it comes oh, to women. Oh. That guy is working with absolutely nothing. Right. And he has been with some of the hottest women on the planet. There must be something about him that they like. I just, uh, I, I have trouble understanding what that something is, but you know. You, you and me both, dude. I All swear to God, it's once you get hot chick approved. Yes. One hot chick bangs you out, and then other hot chicks want to figure out what that one hot chick knows that they don't. He's he's been coasting on that first hot chick that he accidentally was with for years mm -hmm. now. You know, he built know. a career. He accidentally got one, but he he never lost momentum. <laughs> That's right. It's all about keeping momentum. He has never lost momentum. The second that one goes, he's already with another one. That's he. He never lose. He never fails to capitalize. That he at some point got to be with one that looks good, and he just continues that trend. I have to hand it to him because really, he's not very funny. I'm not no, a woman. Nope. I I don't know what guy they look for in guys, but he doesn't look to me like some kind of supermodel material. Uh, he's he does the thing like where his tattoos look like he got bored in class and was just like doodling on a notebook on himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's an it's an unexplainable thing, but you know what? I can't I can't hate on him. He does it. It's uh, his humor, whatever he does. It's not my cup of tea. Like if you say, "Hey, do you want to see this movie with Pete Davidson?" Probably say, "Like, is there any other movie?" <laughs> but, he was in the dirt. Uh, what? Which one is that? What's the dirt? The dirt is the Motley Crue biopic that was on Netflix, and it fucking rules. And I know Vex, you would like it. Oh, that's I, been on my watch list forever, actually. I, it is you so know what? Good. I am interested in seeing that. And what? What is he? Tommy Lee? What does he do? No, he plays their record label. Not man, not like a manager. He's like a, a rep from the record label that signs Motley Crue. And. uh now Vince Neil nails his girlfriend. Dang. Yeah. Wow. It's good times. He's, he looks at the camera and he's like, the moral of the story is don't leave your girlfriend alone with Motley Crue. I, that, <laughs> you shouldn't have to have learned it that way. But... <laughs> right. Obvious. It's a great movie, dude. It's just so funny. Cool. I'll, I'll check it out sometime. It sounds cool. It does sound cool. All right. Well, Price of Reason, thanks for coming and podcasting with us. Well, thanks for having me. It has been fun. I hope that this was useful for whatever uh, it is that you do <laughs> and that people listening to this won't be scratching their heads thinking, who is this guy? And Oh, actually, hold on. There's one more question because Yef asked this while you were gone. Oh, okay. How oh, yeah. did your accent, how did you acquire it? Because you have a very unique <clears throat> tenor to your voice. Okay. Um I'll give whatever limited info I can give, but basically, uh, <laughs> dude, I, are you a spy? No, I know. Do you work for the CIA? Who are you? No, I'm, I'm not any of those things, but I was, uh, I was actually born in the U S but throughout my life. And also part of the years that I was growing up, uh, I, I moved, uh, to different places and I spent some of the time outside the U S and I think that it sort of influenced, the way I speak. Okay. So these days it's sort of, it's sort of like I sound, let's put it this way. There's no place in the world that if I arrive and start speaking that they'll think, Oh, you're, you're one of us. There, there's not even <laughs> one place like that. Every single place I go, I'll sound like I came from somewhere else. If that makes any sense. I totally get sense. it. Yes. 
and that's why it's funny because it's so true it's very accurate <laughs> right and and nobody could place it they're like oh well, well we'll have to figure it out but i think that the reason why it's different difficult to figure out and why it's sort of a unique uh style of speaking it's not that i'm making an effort it's just somehow uh my development and the way i spoke when the different areas i guess it sort of jumbled everything and this mm -hmm. is the result of it so it, it's sort of an undefined uh somewhat undefined accent especially since i think that as a kid i had a more traditional american accent that sort of transformed into different things how old were you when you moved around again this was also an uh, um you know an ongoing situation uh i'd say that throughout uh my childhood i just moved so it's not once just one time there's a number of different moves so when when you first left the U.S., how old were you? I think that uh, even in the U.S., I had lived in different places, which also can change. You know, you couldn't even establish, oh, you're from this area. You know what I mean? So even there, the accent kind of shifted. Uh, but it was still an American one that's shifting around. I think that when I was 10, uh, I, I moved away. 10? Okay. And then can you tell us like what country you went to or continent? Well, uh, let's leave it. How are we going to track you down by knowing where you once lived? And this, I think that it's best that I leave it a mystery. There's no, no point. Uh, I ended up hey. coming back to the U S and, uh, and then when I came back, uh, I guess I didn't realize that something had happened to my accent. Uh, I had also continued to, learn english on a on a pretty high level no matter where i en ended up going and i i actually uh here's another thing that in some at some points i was um uh, i think in some curriculums taught english that more is along the lines of what they study in in maybe england okay uh ju just it's not necessarily saying I was in England, but the way that I was being taught was the more English style of speaking. I don't know if that influenced me in any way. Uh, that was one thing. Uh, I also would get television from different parts of the world. That's the thing that uh, sometimes I have a conversation, let, let's say like, uh, I'm trying to think, maybe with Robot Head or something. I've had a few conversations where I uh, mentioned something that usually people only know if they're from Australia, like a TV show or a... Bluey. What? <clears throat> Bluey. Best show ever from Australia. <laughs> what? What's the best show from Australia? Bluey. It's a kid's show. It's a toddler And it's the show. best show oh, from Bluey, Australia. Bluey. Oh, that's the best show. Okay. No, I'm not talking about uh, a children's one. There was just some stuff. There's certain things that people know if they're from Australia, and I happen to uh, see some of those shows because I was in different areas, and sometimes... It's entertainment that may not have made its way to the U.S., uh, made it made its way to different places. So I'd watch sometimes entertainment from Australia, sometimes from the U.K., uh, a lot from the U.S. And uh, I had the original language that I that I studied here, but then I'm being taught a sort of different curriculum, and and that, that's it. It just tra transformed the way I speak. So at the end, I don't know what I sound like. I always wonder to myself what it sounds like to other people, but I don't I don't really know. Maybe you can. You can tell me what it sounds like. Uh, sorry, I have a baby crying. Can you guys hear it? No. No. 
I'm trying to think of which baby it is. Sounds like the boy. <laughs> if you're a parent, when a baby cries, it's literally like getting thumped on the head with a wiffle ball bat. Like it's all you can think about. I understand. I understand. Neither That's of them so have cool. ever cried on the pod. I think they have. I can hear it. I think it's the boy. I t- okay. that's totally cool, man. I, I, I first of all, it's not like the world uh, depended on <laughs> this exchange we were having. Now you should definitely <laughs> see what's up with your kid. I just uh, Vex can answer it then. Then where where does yeah. it sound like I'm from? Uh a bit of a bit of England, but mainly the U.S. I'll take it. Like it's like. It's like a really diluted English accent. Hey, I'll take that. I can accept that. All right. Did wait? Did the F leave? No, I'm still here. Sorry. Oh, okay. So <laughs> all I can think about. He's handling his business. He's hasn't handling his business. Well, it's good. My wife, like Mrs. Yeti, is is addressing it. I assume. I'm just so confused as to why he'd be crying. He should be asleep. That's what I'm saying. They never cry. That's why I'm like rarely. Um, so baby Yeti has been moved. So she has like a nighttime diaper that she wears, even though she like never pees in it. But lately she's been get she's been getting weird. It, mm-hmm. she, Cause she yells out like, gotta go pee. Gotta go pee. We go get her, have her pee. Right. But lately she's been saying like, gotta go pee. We go get her. And she's already peed in her diaper. And I know that she's just doing it because she's either like testing boundaries or something. Something's up. She's fucking with us is what I'm saying. <laughs> so we were like, all right, no more diaper because like it's super uncomfortable because the diaper absorbs it so it's like less uncomfortable for her so if she now is just like no more diaper so it'll be super uncomfortable like obviously tell us if you have to go pee we will come get you but like you do not pee your pants you know like you're old enough to know she's 13 you're old enough to know (laughs) (laughs) no she's three she just turned three um so we just started trying this out yesterday and she did good last night. And over her nap, she almost made it. At the very end, I was like on my way to get her. She made some sort of like loud noise or whatever. And I don't know what she said. And then I went to go get her. And she had like a little bit of a little bit of wetness in there. And I was like, dude, WTF. And we had to have a talk about it. <laughs> Just like the poop in the bathwater. No, <laughs> when the boy <laughs> poops in the bathwater, there's no lesson to be learned. He just turned one. <laughs> he 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 feels that warm water and he just poos in the bath water and it happens almost every time. <laughs> it's very annoying. You know what's going on with him? He's got a drool rash on his cheeks and on his chin that is relentless. A what rash? Drool rash. So like he drools and stuff like when he's sleeping, especially, and like he'll rub it, like he'll rub his face on his mattress and get a little drool pad going. Oh, okay, I gotcha. The I gotcha. drool chaps his cheeks. And like chaps his chin up really bad. So what we do is we put like Aquaphor on his face when before he goes to bed, and like it helps. It's so, it's so annoying because like you'll combat it for days, and it'll start to get progressively better. Just this morning, it was looking so good. I put Aquaphor on him. He goes down for his nap. He wakes up, and it looks fucking brutal. It's so chapped. Oh, I know, kids, man. It's because like he's teething. So when new teeth come in, they drool like fucking crazy. Oh. Okay, it's you. like a faucet. So, he, so the first teeth they get is their two bottom teeth come in. Then they get their two top teeth and they just like look like a little beaver. And now he, <laughs> it's the cutest. And now he's getting like, it was two, one tooth over from his two front teeth. Okay, it seems like you. it's popping in. And baby Yeti's got her like a molar coming in. Oh. Yeah. Is that painful? 
No, kind of though. Like every now and then she'll be like really unreasonable and it's like, what the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, she's teething and she didn't have a nap. Right. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, man, sometimes she'll just be like, where's Hippo? Because she has, she went to the dentist a year ago and got like a toy Hippo, you know, the type of toy that like is on the scene for a little bit and then just like gets lost or goes away or gets broken, whatever. Yeah. Not her. She's had this green hippo for a year. <laughs> and she's like, where's hippo? Where's hippo? Where's hippo? And I've gotten so sick of looking for this hippo. She's like, where's hippo? And I go, I don't know. You have to find it. I can't keep track. Because then what happens is I end up spending a half hour tearing the house apart for this hippo. She, I give it to her and she loses it within 20 minutes. And then I got to look for it again. So I'm like, sweetie, you got to keep track of your hippo. I can't. You got to go look for it. And she'll go, you look for it. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, say please. <laughs> Second of all, no. You look for it. <sighs> Children. One day, Vex, I hope you've got a kid and you can then relate and I can give you parental advice because, oh boy, oh, I'm a uh, domestic Then engineer. we can legitimately start a parenting podcast if that's the case. <laughs> yes, that would be v- fun. V- Vex parenting <laughs> is something that I'm, a podcast that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know why that's probably going to be an amusing one. We'll call uh, it the Vex Offender. Oh my god. I'm gonna like I'll get so frustrated with that kid. I'll just be like, shut up, faggot, go to bed. Like it'll, it'll be one of those <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> it's so fun because now I think back to all the times that like other people had kids and we'd see them with their kids and we would me and Mrs. Yeti, we'd make judgments we'd be like when we have kids. Bah, 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 bah. And then you actually have them and you're like, Oh, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. It's very eye-opening. You're like, oh, ooh, I get it. Oh, okay. I didn't know nothing. I I, I, I judge these people knowing nothing about how hard this is. Mm-hmm. It's also rewarding and fun. Like, I, I was sending you voice there. messages today, and you heard Baby Yeti be like, hi. <laughs> so cute. And then it made my, like, ovaries twist uncomfortably that I'm still <laughs> childless. Your womb is like, ah! <laughs> pretty much, yeah. You still have much. time, Vex. It's, it's all going to be okay. Ah. <sighs> She keeps you know, trying to get a bun in there. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure my husband's T levels are fucking low because of all the damage from night shift. His that's testosterone why. wouldn't affect his sperm count. Yeah, he could think. still the, the oven could still be filled. I think. <laughs> who, who was it? Me and Leon, and we were doing rock paper scissors for who was going to send a raven your way. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think Leon. I think is first I think on deck. Leon was the winner. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. I don't know. We'll see. I got my own fucked up hormone issues, so it is what it is. Well, that what I do don't think, know Price? anything about. I'm not knowledgeable about any of this. What was your? Do you want to? Do you want to be in the pool of people of artificially inseminating Vex? <laughs> um, I would have to think about that one. <laughs> I didn't know this was a pool now. What? We need to sleep on it. I'm getting the crew together. We're going to Rochambeau. Oh, my God. On that note. (laughs) On that note. Price, it was fun. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for inviting me. It was fun. Yeah. Cool. Until next time. Later, boners. Later, boners. Bye. Do I just close the window? Yeah, just close the window. Okay, I'm going to close the window. All right, later, guys. Bye.